With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The chief medical officer, Dr. John Lee, reports 157 COVID-19 tests carried out since our last report on Tuesday. One was positive for COVID-19. The individual is a traveler who tested positive following routine screening and will remain in isolation until considered recovered. The number of people in isolation, either at a government facility or in their homes as required by the medical officer of health, is 659. The total number of COVID-19 vaccines Vaccines administered to date is now at 24,715, and so far, 16,022 have received at least one dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, while 8,693 have completed the two-dose course. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service can now confirm the identity of the deceased man who fell from the second-story balcony of a storage facility on February 24th. He is Nicholas John Keane, a 63-year-old retired police officer from the West Midland area of the UK. Mr. Keane was visiting the Cayman Islands on a long-term stay since December 2020. The police offer condolences to the family and friends of the deceased. The investigation is still underway, along with the Department of Labor, Health and Safety. No arrests have been made in relation to the incident. This morning, a variety of cabinet ministers and other officials took a road infrastructure tour led by the minister responsible for infrastructure, the Honorable Joseph Hugh. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. The tour took the group along with road, National Roads Authority officials to the road sites of various works across Grand Cayman. Minister Hugh tells us more. We are um, out with the National Roads Authority touring some of the major projects that are underway um, and upcoming. So the first, off, uh, first stop was the east-west arterial, um, which we're so happy to see under construction. Then we will continue down to look at the road widening in the uh, prospect area up to the Hurlers roundabout, um, where we'll be going to three lanes in, in either direction. And then we will head into town to the airport connector road um, and some of the plans that we have there. So we'll be showcasing along the way other plans for the King's Roundabout and the relief of the, the, the traffic in and out of the Red Bay and Grand Harbor area. Um, so a lot of exciting things happening. And um, we're just doing a tour this morning showing members of the, of the uh, government the progress that we're making and having a look at the future plans uh, and the works that are scheduled for the next few months. Minister Hugh explains more about the east-west arterial extension project where continued works have started. So finally after a few years of planning and working with the National Conservation Council, uh, we've began the construction of the extension of the east-west arterial um, roads or highway. Uh, this will take us for about two miles um, of, of the highway connecting us with uh, the subdivisions in the lower valley area. Um, which would be a tremendous help to relieve the traffic coming down on, on spot straights and in, in the Newlands area at, 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 in the mornings. We are hopeful and we are working with the National Conservation Council to be able to continue the, uh, the road right into the Lookout Gardens area of Bodden Town. We are mindful that there are environmental issues we have to overcome, but we are working with the National Conservation Council uh, understanding that this is a matter of national importance, this is a matter that affects the lives of so many people in the Eastern Districts. And we hope that the National Conservation Council will, will work with us 
to allow us to continue the construction of the road in the coming months. If you'd like to have more details on roadworks in the Cayman Islands, you can go online to caymanroads.com. For any questions, you can email nra at nra.ky or give them a call at 524-1251. That is CIGTV's Donna Bush reporting. The Cayman Islands Chamber of Commerce, in association with Fosters, launches the first in a series of 19 virtual candidates forums on Monday evening. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has the details. Monday's forum highlights the candidates for East End. Incumbent and former leader of the opposition, Arda McLean, McClary Frederick, and Isaac Reinken will respond to national and constituency-specific questions based on the findings of a public survey released by the Chamber in February. The forums will be streamed live on the Chamber's YouTube and Facebook channels, Cayman Life TV, Government Information Services, GIS, Cayman Moral Road, and ICCI-FM will broadcast the forums. The forums conclude on Tuesday, April 6th for the Georgetown East constituency. CEO Will Pinot says the chamber has organized forums before every election and by election since 1988, giving voters an opportunity to compare the positions of the candidates. He adds it is the first time that we will conduct the forums virtually, which allows an online audience. Questions for the forum are based on the results of an online public survey released by the chamber in February. More than 300 people responded to the survey. More more than 90% of the respondents identified themselves as eligible voters. Candidates will not receive any of the questions prior to their respective forum. The forums go live from 7.15 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. each weekday evening. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. The full schedule can be viewed on the Chamber of Commerce website at caymanchamber.ky. More than 25 schools with hundreds of students from across the islands are showcasing their talents in music, dance, and the spoken word this week. It's part of the annual National Children's Festival of the Arts. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller is at the Harkwell Theater with more. Oh, that sounds so much better. Allow me to welcome you this morning to our 39th annual National Children's Festival of the Arts. Today was all about poetry, with group performers by seven schools and a host of individual speech soloists. The event has been a real treat for attendees and students alike. I caught up with event organizer, acting senior customer service manager with the Department of Education Services, Gloria Bell. On Monday, we focused on the choirs, the vocals, and the soloists, and we operated at three different venues. How are the kids finding the experience so far? They're enjoying it. They're enjoying it. I mean, the performances were excellent. We had quite a few gold medals, so gold awards, so. That's cool. It has been good. Yesterday, now Tuesday, we worked on the instrumental solos. We had both secondary and primary. And again, we had to operate from three different venues. I think the secondary was so large that there has been an overflow, so we have to continue maybe Thursday or Friday. 
Is this a bigger year than usual? Are you finding I, more kids involved? I believe it is a bigger year this year because when we, when we looked at it at 27 schools we had before, we started with about 10, 12 schools and it grew, it grew gradually. But we had more um, schools coming on board and we even have homeschoolers who are participating. It may seem like a silly question, but why is it a good thing? Well, I mean, it's the performing arts. It helps to develop our children. It's a culmination of even the syllabus that we use, the performing arts syllabus that we use, the music, the singing, the drama, as well as it helps to develop kids' confidence. Out of this, students have an opportunity to I mean, pursue their passion. Performances continue throughout the week. Reporting for Radio Cayman News from NCFA at the Harkville Theater, I'm Carsley Fuller. Today marks World Wildlife Day and the Department of Environment has its focus on celebrating mangrove forests that support one of the largest breeding colonies of red-footed boobies in the Caribbean. According to the DOE, these are the only booby bird species to nest in trees during their nesting season, which is from January to August. The mangrove forest in the Booby Pond Reserve Little Cayman is the only place these birds nest in the Cayman Islands. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings. With a look at Radio Cayman's local sports, I'm Dion Anglin. Kemar Hyman took to the track yet again over the weekend. Cayman's fastest man competed in the 4x200-meter relay at the recent Truman Bodden Classic, which was held at the Truman Bodden Sports Complex last Saturday. This past Saturday was a good meet after the race. It really felt like a 300 meter, to be honest. It really felt more than what it was. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was training. You know, me or us running the 4 by 200 meter was just training. So it's only to get some background training in for the main events, which uh, in my case is the 100 meters. And I'm just trying to get that background training scene that I haven't run since last year. It was my choice to run the 4 by 200 meters, as well as previous weeks before that, we ran the 4 by one So overall, I thought that the first competition that we did as a team with the 4 by 100 meter was a better overall race, maybe because it's shorter. And I, you know, I've, I'm not so fond of the 4 by 200, but again, it was just some training uh, background training that I think will help prepare me for that 100 meter. The 100 meter sprinter will also compete at the relay carnival this weekend. He says right now he's working on getting off the blocks. So I really want to try to always get a quick start and focus on, you know, pushing and down the track so that I can create that force to set up the race better. And small stuff like that, I would I just focus on and try to build my 100 meter at the end of the day. So, you know, everything I do right now leading up to me running the 100 meters and Olympic Games, you know, I'm just uh, focusing on one thing at a time. So, you know, uh, this weekend it might be just me focusing on trying to get out the best way possible and pushing down the track to, you know, create that force. Just small things like that or just reacting to the gun, try to get a good start because, you know, that's very crucial when it comes to the 100 meters. You have to be able to get a good start. So usually I would start the relays, the 4x1, the 4x200 meter uh, relay. So if I do get the opportunity to start the race uh, this weekend, 
in both relays, then that's what I'd be focusing on. And you guys can expect to see, you know, a fast start and small stuff like that as I build up through the year leading to the 100 meters. With the Summer Olympic Tournament just around the bend, Hyman says they're heading in the right direction leading up to the Games. We've had meets like the 4x100 meters, 4x200 meters, and just kind of preparing myself to run the 100 meters at the end of the day. So, you know, everything is just building, building up to compete in the 100 meters come May and come in June. So I'm really excited because training has been going good. It has, you know, it has its up and down sometimes, but overall I think training has been going good and I've been putting in that solid work. So I just want to continue doing that this weekend in the carnival relays and see if I can get that footwork going, you know, get the rust off because I haven't competed in a year. So, you know, once I pass all of that, then I feel like I can step to the 100 meters and, you know, see what I got. Uh, see how training has unfolded. The Cayman Islands Athletics Association Carnival Relays is this Friday and Saturday at the Truman Barton Sports Complex. And the Harmony Community Return to Netball Charity Tournament saw just about three teams come together for great fun and exciting competition. Tonight is basically a charity tournament that is the culmination of three weeks of refresher courses or sessions rather in Border Netball to try to get people back into the sport. We're hoping that um, moving forward from this, that we're going to, if we garner more interest, we'll be able to get a little socially going, you know, for people who want to, you know, pl play netball, but at a more leisurely pace. Rising Stars Netball Club head coach Irvin Palacio gives us a brief update of the action that took place at the John Gray Outdoor Netball Court. This is Island Rangers and Hoops, I did it again. Yeah, they just, Hoops, I did it again, just played their first game. I think they won 9-0 against Golden Gems. What do you think about the talent that you're seeing and the skill level that you're seeing here tonight? Well, the, the talent level is pretty decent. A lot of people who came to the um, three weeks sessions and stuff like that, you know, they played years ago, maybe from high school or maybe even longer. So it was just a matter of them coming out and getting back into the into the swing of things, I guess, in regards to um, playing netball. Um, but the, the talent level is pretty good here. I'm seeing some guys in the mix as well. Yes, they were interested. Uh, the hoops I did it again. They came out last week. That was their first time out, and they were interested in taking part in the tournament. So they came out in full force tonight. Monday night's charity netball tournament raised over $250 for the Cayman Food Bank. The three teams, Hoops I Did It Again, Golden Gems and Island Rangers, played a round robin which saw Hoops I Did It Again victors of the tournament and play of the tournament went to Katrina Roberts. Harmony Community Netball, however, will continue with a social fun league every Monday at 6.30 p.m. at the John Gray Outdoor Netball Courts. Email risingstarsnc at hotmail.com to register. That's it for Radio Cayman's Local Sports. For this evening, I'm Dion Anglin.